0: Welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and uh, happy to have you back with us. Welcome if it's your first time. We're going to be playing some music today that came from a couple of LPs, actually, three or four LPs that were released in the mid to late 60s and into the early 70s. They were done primarily in San Antonio, Texas, and they featured the resident traditional jazz band of that area, Jim Cullum Sr.'s Jazz Band. And uh, this was a group that started out as kind of an amateur group, I guess. Jim Cullum was a clarinet player who had played in big bands in the 1940s. He played with Jack Teagarden for a while and done some territory band work, came back to San Antonio at some point to uh, go into the family business and kept playing in local uh, establishments in the early 1960s. He started hosting a jam session at his house occasionally, which became regular after a while. Some players in there were professionals and some were just amateurs, but all had an interest in 20s jazz. and. Uh... Out of this grew uh, the jazz band we're going to hear today, which in turn grew into the Happy Jazz Band, led by Jim Cullum Jr., Cullum Sr.'s uh, son. And, of course, he was a much better-known player. He His career lasted for quite a while just passed away in 2019. He had a band from the time that his father died, 1973, all the way up until 2016. They had a regular gig at the Landing in San Antonio. We'll talk about that. But uh, Cullum Jr. cut his teeth on these albums that we're going to hear today. We're going to start out with three tunes from the album uh, that was uh, released in 1964 called Jazz from the San Antonio River. And this was on happy jazz. Uh, This was a... a, eponymous label, I guess, the uh, Jim Cullum label. He released several LPs. We're going to be sampling, I think, from four of them coming up. The three tunes we're going to hear are Peculiar Rag, which was recorded in the 1920s by the New Orleans band led by pianist Norman Brownlee and featuring Harry Shields on, I think it was bass sax on that one. He became much better known as a clarinet player, and I think uh, he's often given credit for the composition of this tune, along with Brownlee. Then we're going to hear the Spencer Williams tune, bluesy tune, the Tishomingo blues. And then we're going to follow that up with a Jelly Roll Morton composition called The Pearls. And The Pearls will feature the pianist Cliff Gillette, who was one of the founding members of this group. He had been active uh, in professional music in in New York and uh, several different places in the 1930s and 40s. He played with several different big bands. He was music director for shows. And he ended up back, uh, or he ended up in San Antonio by the 1950s and played with uh, Cullum Sr. and Jr. uh, until he retired, I believe, in the 70s. On trombone, we're going to hear Gene McKinney, who plays uh, occasional string bass as well, but mostly trombone. Jim Cullum Jr., who uh, was only in his mid-20s at this point in 1964. In fact, I think he was 23. Uh, He's playing cornet. We're going to hear Ben Valfrey on banjo, Wilson Davis on tuba, and Harvey Kinderweyer on drums. And these were all local musicians from that uh, area, the San Antonio area, and they all had various municipal and government jobs, but uh, they, as I said, shared a love for this type of jazz. So those are our first two tunes Peculiar, Tishamingo, and The Pearls. Then we're going to jump over to an album from a few years later, from 1971, which was released on Audiophile, and it was called Eloquent Clarinet, and it featured Jim Cullum Sr. only a couple of years before he died uh, in mostly quartet and quintet settings. We're going to hear two tunes from that album. We're going to hear Exactly Like You, the Fields and McHugh tune, and Moonsong, a not terribly well-known tune by Coslow and Johnson, who also wrote uh, Cocktails for Two and many other great songs. On this recording, we're going to hear Cullum on clarinet along with Spud Goodall and Curly Williams on guitar. I think Spud Goodall is the electric guitar player and Curly Williams plays rhythm. Then we're going to hear Gene McKinney switching from trombone to string bass on this one. And we're going to hear a little bit of a coda for cornet by Jim Cullum Jr. on Moonsong. So those are our tunes for the first set. The Jim Cullum Jazz Band doing Peculiar, Tishamingo Blues and the Pearls, and the Jim Cullum Quartet slash Quintet doing Exactly Like You and Moonsong. (laughs)
1: Boom, <laughs> boom,
0: sweet moon song that was meant for me louis armstrong recorded that with the oscar peterson quartet in about 1959 60 and uh marvelous recording of that did not get revived too much anymore but here done by the jim cullum quartet actually quintet with cullum on clarinet his son jim cullum jr coming at the very end on cornet spud goodall and curly williams on guitars and uh gene mckinney on bass we preceded that with a uh, more stompy version of Exactly Like You by the same group, sans Trumpet, uh, and uh, heard a nice bit of chamber jazz from the album called Eloquent Clarinet, 1971, for Audiophile Records. And we started out with... Uh, three tunes from jazz from the San Antonio River. Of course, this band was from San Antonio, and as I said, it uh, had a long, long residency at the Landing uh, Club in uh, or on the on the river there in San Antonio. And I think uh, Jim Cullum Sr., if I understand correctly, set that up along about 1964 or so, around the time these albums were being made. And uh, as I said, he passed away in 1973, and the mantle was taken up by his son as a band leader, Jim Cullum Jr., uh, and the Happy band band. band, and they stayed there. In fact, I think uh, Cullum owned the landing for quite a while. Uh, I believe he sold it in 2012, and then it uh, went out of business in 2016, and uh, Jim Collum Jr. lived until 2019 playing festivals and things like that, but uh, the uh, landing was a very, very long-term gig for that band, and they made many, many, many radio broadcasts from there. They had a regular PBS uh, show for, for years and also recorded some albums there as well. So the three tunes we started out with from that album, Jazz from the San Antonio River, September of 1964, were Peculiar Rag, The Tishomingo Blues, and The Pearls. Jim Cullum Jr. on cornet, Jim Cullum Sr. on clarinet, Gene McKinney on trombone, Cliff Gillette on piano, featured very extensively on The Pearls, Ben Valfray on banjo, Wilson Davis on tuba, and Harvey Kindervater on drums. So we're going to go on now to a uh, another album. This is a uh, an album uh, that comes from slightly later. I believe this is from uh, 1966. And uh, we're going to hear pretty much the same band, actually. In fact, I think it's exactly the same band, doing uh, several tunes from uh, the Louis Armstrong years. Actually, two Louis Armstrong, one Bix Beiderbecke, and one of uh, earlier provenance. We're going to hear from the Louis Armstrong canon, the Rue Bloom tune, Willie the Weeper followed by the Percy Venable tune, Sunset Cafe Stomp. And this was a band that did not play a lot of racehorse tempos. We have a couple of faster ones coming up here, but most of it was very much uh, in the middle range. Uh, the third tune has a little more brightness to it, and it was a tune by Clayton Nasset, uh, well known for its recording by the Wolverines, uh, Big spider Band, a little bit later by Bud Freeman's summa cum laude band, Susie, Song of the Island. After that, we're going to finish up with a tune by Charles Daniels, a ragtime tune. I actually thought this was by Neil Moray, but I looked it up, and it's Charles Daniels. And it's called Hiawatha, and the subtitle of that is Lizard on a Rail. It has a nice ragtime form and a nice bounce to it as well. So this is all Jim Colum's band with that... Same band I mentioned. Actually, there was one uh, substitution. We have Curly Williams on banjo and guitar, replacing Ben Valfrey. But other than that, it was the same band uh, from Jazz at the San Antonio River. And this album was called Jim Cullum's Happy Jazz, Volume 4. So those are our tunes for this set. Willie the Weeper, Sunset uh, Cafe Stomp, Susie Song of the Island, and the Hiawatha Rag. is the Jim Cullum Band from largely from the Happy Jazz Volume Four LP from 1966. We heard Willie the Weeper, Sunset Cafe Stomp, Susie Song of the Island, and Hiawatha Rag. This is really illustrative of I think the first generation of really traditional jazz bands, bands that were being formed to recreate music of the twenties and even the 1910s. And uh, this band really did its homework. It, did, it had a very broad repertoire of things: Louis Armstrong, Big Spiderbeck, all the way back to the ragtime era and uh, many other things besides so very interesting group obviously very well rehearsed they had arrangements worked out very carefully and voicings and so forth and um, still had some very very compelling solos as well So we're going to do one more set, and for the first number, we're going to go back, or first two numbers, actually, we're going to go back to the Eloquent Clarinet album of 1971, featuring Cullum. And uh, we're going to hear the Sugarfoot Strut, recorded by Louis Armstrong, and another Louis Armstrong tune, Once in a While, both of these by the Hot Five, different generations of Hot Fives, um, neither written by Armstrong. And uh, these will feature, as I said, Spud Goodall on the guitar, electric guitar, I believe, Curly Williams on acoustic guitar, uh, Gene McKinney on bass, and Jim Cullum Jr. will come in and play cornet on Sugarfoot Strut as well. So a couple of more interesting uh, clarinet mainstream type of recordings. Before we go back to a Uh, an album called uh, The Real Stuff, which was released on Happy Jazz in 1964. This was one of their first albums. In fact, I think this was their first album, in fact. Um, This featured the band we heard before, Jim Cullum Sr. on uh, clarinet, Jim Cullum Jr. on cornet, Gene McKinney on trombone, Cliff Gillette on piano, Ben Valfrey on banjo, Wilson Davis on tuba, and Harvey Kindevarter on drums. And we're going to hear three tunes from that album. The New Orleans Stomp, Melancholy, and Down in Jungle Town, and, uh, these all feature some very good and well-wrought ensemble playing as well as solos. I took these, about half of the things we're listening to today, maybe a little bit more than half, from LPs, so you hear an occasional pop or crackle, but, uh, uh, there are some CD issues of the, the early Cullum Band and quite a few of the later Cullum Band as well. So that's our set the uh, Jim Cullum Quartet and Quintet, Sugarfoot Stomp and Once in a While, the full band on New Orleans Stomp, Melancholy, and Down in Jungle Town.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you. We'll be right
0: That was the Jim Cullum Band from a couple of different periods. We started out with the quartet, uh, Eloquent Clarinet, featuring him with the two guitar players, Spud Goodall and Curly Williams and Gene McKinney on bass, and his son Jim Cullum Jr. added on cornet on uh, the first number, which was Sugar Foot Strut. And then we finished up that part of the session with Once in a While. Both of those were tunes associated with Louis Armstrong's Hot Five, uh, here done with just a very chamber type of group. Then we heard three numbers from the uh, real stuff, Happy Jazz LP of 1964. And these were done with the full band. Gene McKinney, Jim Cullum's senior and junior, Cliff Gillette on piano, Ben Balfrey on banjo, Wilson Davis on tuba, and Harvey Kinderweider on drums. And we heard the New Orleans Stomp um, number... first recorded by King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band, then later by Johnny Dodd's Black Bottom Stompers. Then we heard Melancholy Blues, tuned by Rube Bloom, that was done by Louis Armstrong's Hot 7 and by Johnny Dodd's uh, Black Bottom Stompers, and finished up with Down in Jungle Town, which had been recorded many times, I guess, over the years, with dance bands and so forth. I think the first uh, jazz recording that I know was done by... um, Pete Daly Chicagoans in a an arrangement by Rosie McHarg. And this uh, is a, very definitely a different arrangement. This uh, band led by Jim Cullum Sr. was a, a traditional jazz band, but they weren't afraid to change arrangements around and put their own personal stamp on numbers as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. This was... Uh been somewhat unusual traditional jazz program. This is a band that doesn't get talked about too much. As I said, it made half a dozen albums or so in the late 60s into the early 70s before the band leader Jim Cullum Sr. passed away and uh, his son Jr. took over uh, and the band came to national and even international prominence after that due to their broadcasts and uh, long residency at the Landing in San Antonio. But this is really in some ways the birth of the traditional jazz movement. So you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. If you'd like to sponsor us, we'd love to have some more members of the family. We can be heard on Spotify and Apple and many other different uh, platforms for finer pro- podcasts as well. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me, my uh, uh, web presence is my band, Wolverine Jazz Band. WolverineJazzBand.net, and Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram. I'd love to hear from you as well. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.